Hey guys, and welcome to my chair. This is your host, Brittany Giese. And yeah, I am pleased to announce that I am now part of One United Radio Network. And I just want to welcome you guys to take a chance and look at all my brothers and sisters on here who are just really getting the voice out there on authentic radio that is not filtered by mainstream media or any influences. It's just being raw and real. So it's kind of cool, kind of like me. That's what I do. I uh, probably wouldn't make it on mainstream media because I'm a, a dog without a leash. Well, uh, well, that that's the metaphor I'm choosing today. <laughs> Anyways, today I want to talk a little bit about my addiction. Um, so I'm an AA and right now I'm my step eight. And if you guys don't know about AA, it's a, most people do, it's a 12 step program and, uh, finding basically, you know, we've used drugs or alcohol or in, in a lot of 12 steps programs, it could be anything, porn addiction, any type of addiction that has put you at a bottom or destroyed your life or could potentially destroy, destroy your life, which you're facing, which we've used these things to mask symptoms of trauma or spiritual illness, something deep downside that we have to face. And so that is the process I'm in. Um, if you go back on my page, you'll see my testimony. You'll hear all the naughty things I've done, but also the things I've been through. And um, I've really stepped up and taken self-accountability. Uh, find I had to find kind of my identity and a higher power. That's part of the program. And that was hard for me because of religious trauma I had. And um, I did. I found my God and um, and I found my identity in love. So and I, I do that every day. It's, it's this, a process you go through every day. It, there's never a cure. And that's for any of us, whether you're alcohol, alcoholic, drug addict, anything. But with alcohol, like um, I saw this really cool thing written by Russell Brand. And it's, it's, I love what he said. It was like, alcohol is not a gateway drug. Marijuana is not a gateway drug. Nicotine, caffeine, none of that's a gateway drug. It's childhood trauma. And things like molestation, neglect, abandonment, things like that, that's the issue that you're going to have to deal with. And I'm also seeing things on, you know, we have the power of choice to, to shift our perspective and become who we need to be. And for me, I have to try to find balance in both of these. Um, because when I'm going back to my past and I'm getting these revelations like, wow, you know, that really, whether anyone else can see why it affected me, it did. And it rippled through my life. Um, like religion, the fear of going to hell and fear of always messing up and saying the wrong thing or else that has literally affected every relationship of my life, almost everything, or feeling like the kind of suck it up mentality. Um, certain families, are more open with their emotions, certain families are not. And because I'm kind of this weirdo that suppressing stuff doesn't do well with me, I, I get anxiety and I, I tend to isolate or get awkward or um, I get aloof and mask it with humor. So that's what I've, that's the behaviors I've learned to do it, instead of expressing my true feminine nature, which is my feelings. And so I'm learning balance with expressing, I'm not okay today, but it's gonna be okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to feel this. I'm going to recognize it and I'm choosing to grow. That's my balance I'm in. Um, but I'm also letting people help me because I was, I was kind of raised in, in this place where it's like anywhere I went, if, if I had a boyfriend issue or anything, it's kind of like a, a very like give it to God, suck it up. 
And it hit me yesterday. I mean, I was in tears because I was like, I just saw this child that just would suck it up written on my forehead. And it's suppress, 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 suppress. And I got into this victim mentality, this whole... And I allowed myself to sit there, though, with God. And I got into meditation. And I'm like, I'm going to allow myself to sit here and really soak it in and, and look at my past and up till now, the choices I've made based on this suck it up, like stay strong, hold it in. And because I've done that in all my relationships, I've had a mask on. And all my relationships, I've chose to be a chameleon in the environment and just suck it up, whether it was good for me or not. And I've withheld my true self and my feelings and all this. So what do I do? What do we do with all this? Like if this is something you can relate to. So um, thank God I have an amazing sponsor. She's amazing and I can reach out to her. But if you don't have a sponsor, then today you have me. So what I feel like God's put on my heart is what I need to do is, so I have this issue with, with, it, that it's it's a scar that's been an embedded like a tree with layers. It's literally in my DNA. It feels like to have to suppress, um, to not put a burden on other people because you know they don't they won't care or or I need to figure it out on my own. So what I'm doing is I'm allowing myself to allow others to love on me. So. It feels weird because part of me is like, wow, this is selfish. You know, I'm being a victim, but I'm not. I am allowing people to love on me and pray for me and give me hope and courage and be vulnerable because it's okay to be vulnerable. There's a difference between being a victim and being vulnerable. Um, Because I think when we think we're vulnerable, like someone can stab us and hurt us. Yeah, we have a choice to let that happen. But I am choosing to be vulnerable in a state of receiving love from others. And then getting back up out of the floor of vulnerability stronger. Instead of being vulnerable and reaching out for a relationship or being vulnerable and reaching out for a, a beer, being vulnerable and reaching out for something to numb it, I'm feeling it, then walking forward. That's the key. And that's breaking my pattern of stuffing. And I just, I'm not a crier. And I always thought maybe, you know, maybe I'm just not a crier, but I've been crying a lot lately. And it's been an amazing, amazing thing for me because I'm feeling for the first time in my life, I'm allowing me to feel. I am loving me enough to let me feel and not feel stupid, not feel stupid to be vulnerable because that doesn't make me weak. That means I'm feeling. So this is my form of self-love for myself. And But I have a choice. I could sit in this for three days or I can get up and I love being around people now. Whereas before, I I was always nice to people, but I would recluse. Um, I am an introvert, believe it or not. I'm kind of introvert extrovert. I, I like my space and then I like to go run out in the crowd and hug people and love, 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 then come back and be by myself. Um, it's, it's a control thing, but also I love people. I do. I like, I see how much love for you guys that God has. I see the pains that you're going through. I see all these things, but the balance is, is I see these things, but then I can sometimes mask it by ignoring me. And I do that. I'm like, let me nurture, 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 nurture. Cause I love to nurture and love, but that ends up being where I'm avoiding me. 
And then I think about that child being avoided again. And I'm like, I run back to me and I'm like, no, I'm going to hug on you with God. I'm going to hug on you because you need me too. And I know it sounds kind of schizophrenic, but it's, it's this rebirthing into a process of becoming the thing, the change you wish to see, become the change you wish to see. And that's what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, this is crazy. So right now I just got done writing letters, um, opening up an amends to everyone I've hurt. That's opening up some wounds. Um, because now with this new vulnerability I have, I'm feeling all of it. And so it set me, I could say it set me back, but no, it's setting me back in place into who I am, who I was meant to be, to feel. I already empathize with people on a huge level and now it's just maximized. So I get in a room full of people and I'm feeling all these emotions. I'm feeling my emotions. It's almost overwhelming. So I'm having to learn how to, uh, with God, balance that. It, it's going to be a beautiful thing though, because with this, I'm, I'm going to be able to help even more people. So there's that shift in perspective. It's not, wow, this is overwhelming. This is going to suck. I'm going to recluse. No, I'm going to embrace this uncomfortable feeling and learn how to push through it. So I hope this guy's helped helped you. My next step in AA is going to be uh, making, kind of like taking an inventory at the end of every day of all the things we'll say that it's like um, Christians have you know, asking for forgiveness. This is kind of an inventory of all my personality defects and things that I've done in the past that I know I do and making a list and go, okay, this is what you did today. Don't beat yourself up, but we're going to do better tomorrow. So um, that's my next step. I'm almost through the 12 steps. It is not a cure. It's a new way of awakening. So I love all you guys. Namaste. I wish you the best. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. All right. Bye.